Welcome to JCI USA EmpowerCast and our very first podcast of the 2021 year. I am Danielle Fields, the 2021 Membership Development Director for JCI USA, and I'm super excited to have our 2021 chaplain, Neil Haynes, with me today to talk about adjusting our expectations as we enter into 2021, which has already proven to be a little bit uh, different than maybe some of us expected. Hi, Neil. (laughs) Hey, Danielle. I was just going to give you a minute to maybe introduce yourself and tell us about what you do, basically. Yeah, absolutely. First off, thank you for for having me on this uh, very first podcast. I'm very excited to see kind of positivity comes out of these uh, podcasts throughout the year. Like Danielle said, I'm a I'm a JC as well. I first joined in 2013 and have held uh, numerous officer positions. And my most recent is uh, state president for Pennsylvania. This year, I have been appointed to the chaplain position, and I'm very excited to kind of take that to a new level and and really make an impact um, that is so much needed right now. Outside of the JCs, I am a certified personal and executive life coach. You know, I work with um, a lot of children um, with learning issues, behavioral issues. I work with adults who are uh, dealing with depression, dealing with just everyday life. But a a lot of my focus actually with the life coaching is on the sports side of it. So I've been coaching sports for about 10 years now, and I've integrated my life coaching into that in a manner of like a sports psychology kind of thing. So I meet with, with teams in my, in my town. And we discuss, you know, uh, overcoming adversity. We discuss teamwork, personal goals and goal setting. And it's really, I've seen a a big change in, in these teams I've been working with. So it really goes a long way with bringing a team together and gelling and playing for each other and not for themselves um, so that's where a lot of my my impact comes from. Um, so you're like so, using sports as a mechanism to teach life skills. Absolutely, and it, and it definitely transitions over into life. So it's um, awesome. it's very fulfilling. Yes. You know, you and I have been talking leading up to this, and and just trying to talk through. Uh, things going into 2021 and and expectations that we may have had. But, um, you know, everything that we think about 2021 was kind of shaped by 2020. Um, So as we think back or as you think back, what are some things that maybe shaped you and made you a different or better person in 2020? None of us knew what we were getting into. And, And, you know, flashback to January 2020 when this pandemic was thought of as just an extreme case of a cold. And, you know, at that point, none of us knew what was, <laughs> what was going to unfold. So, you know, thought it was just going to pass, but I mean, it has re configured and just changed our nation and the world. I've never been one to really be glued to the news. So, that was really helpful in really just keeping a positive mindset 
on the whole thing. You know, uh, people were finding the, the 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 bad in it all. Um, but it's really just trying to keep that positive mindset. I saw people who went from being a positive person to a Debbie Downer and just, you know, the world's coming to an end kind of thing. It it grounded me a little bit. You kind of, you wake up every day, you almost find yourself being grateful for more and thankful for for things. I think about um, just the impact on various occupations. So uh, teachers, business owners, landlords, children, healthcare professionals, like so many things changed for so many people. I mean, even down to like supply and demand at the beginning of 2020, I never would have thought mask would be the new fashion trend. <laughs> exactly. uh, so like the things that you focus on purchasing, um, I know there was a meat shortage. Toilet paper obviously had a shortage. I'm still on the search for a can of Lysol just for my own home. Um, so <laughs> I yes, think it's so yes. interesting the things that we like get excited about now versus <laughs> at the beginning of 2020 I feel like maybe I was a little bit more materialistic and now I'm more focused on uh, needs versus wants mm-hmm. uh, so that's been a unique change for me um, we have definitely slowed down a lot at my household which has been again like focusing on family and home life we both have friends all over the United States and seeing the differences in how some states are handling the pandemic uh, has been really interesting just as a learning experience in general about uh, how different states operate. And I mean, if you didn't learn anything in 2020, I don't think you were paying attention at all because everyone had opportunities to learn and grow. I am very interested and involved and I pay attention a lot to just politics in general. And I learned so much last year about, you know, our government structure and how elections work and, you know, all of the things. And I think we had so much to learn, you know, as far as how the healthcare industry works and how some supplies are provided and how the government kind of aids in that distribution. I think there was also opportunities for us to learn like weaknesses in our circles, like that breakdown when you couldn't see people anymore, like who was still there. And maybe your support system wasn't strong enough. And now we need to refocus on um, developing friendships that are are stronger and more stabilizing for you as a person. Um, And it certainly reminded us to reach out and and pay attention to those those of our friends and family who maybe struggled uh, with taking care of their mental health or their, uh, if they have a mental illness, like making sure that they are okay through the midst of a time that could have been very lonely for a lot of people, especially people who live alone. I think there was a lot of things that we could take from it that was positive and learn and grow as, as people from it. Yeah, absolutely. It's unexpected and, you know, it affected everyone. It affected your home life. Parents were ending up having to stay home because their their kids were being homeschooled and, and doing the virtual option. It totally put a twist on people's lives. It was unpredictable. But like you said, Danielle, a lot of good things came out of it as well. People pushed through, overcame challenges. I mean, you know, you still have the, the business that are struggling and the startups that are closing you know what I mean? Like people are still out there and they're still trying. They're still trying to make an impact. They're tr- still trying to make a difference. 
I mean, if, if, if nothing else, I feel like there's a lot of positivity and good stuff that came out of last year. What we are really here to kind of talk about is expectations. And I think at the end of 2020, like everyone was almost breathing a sigh of relief that 2021 was finally here. And everyone had expectations going into 2021 that were hopeful and maybe too optimistic about what this year would hold. How do we um, set ourselves up for success in 2021 um, and how do we make sure that our expectations are realistic versus unrealistic? <laughs> I think all of us probably <laughs> have examples of what expectations we had for 2021. I know for myself, I was hoping to get back to normal and be able to travel more. And So expectations for 2021, I mean, we can break them down, realistic and unrealistic. People, we just, we don't know when this pandemic is going to be over. And it's a, it's a new year. Uh, some saying some people are saying it's going to be June or you know in the summer. Uh, then our lives will be back to normal after that. Um, but it's it's unrealistic. We, we have no idea. We have no control over this thing. All we can do is try to get our lives back to normal as much as we can and go back to 2019 in in, in a way or 2020. If you took something out of 2020 that you love about yourself that you grew and. and Take your take yourself back to there, or keep yourself there, and and maintain that through twenty twenty one, through yeah. the end of this thing. Do you think that we will ever go back to normal? <laughs> End quote. <laughs> that's a that's a good question. Yes and no. What is the new normal? My normal is going to be different from your normal. Some people went backwards last year. Some people took a step forward. That step forward is going to be their new normal and vice versa. Everyone's normal is going to be the same. I mean, my hope is that it will go back to normal, but at the same time, I kind of hope it doesn't because this this pandemic has had a lot of negativity brought with it, but it also had some good things with it as well. So I'm hoping those good things kind of stick. Yeah, I think the new normal will definitely just be different because I am not the same person I was before Uh, March of last year. I'm just not like there's so many things that changed and my perspective on everything. I mean, really, literally everything has been impacted. So as we look kind of forward to the future, we can give um, or talk through some tips for setting expectations. Uh, I almost want to say take baby steps because you just don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know what next month is going to be. You know, we're starting to open things back up in certain areas of of the nation. And you just don't know if something's going to close tomorrow or next week or next month. It can be, you know, just almost be taking little baby steps and and achieving them. And just don't bite off more than you can choose. Yeah. And just like being prepared for anything. I think. I think that's just a good, like outside of pandemic, it's just a good concept is never get too comfortable and never be so inflexible in your lifestyle that you're not open to change because it's going to (laughs) come. I mean, you you just have to keep an open mind with everything. And and like you said, you don't know what that change is going to bring. It's just you have to be open to it and then react to it. Change in general really exposes kind of the weaknesses in our own our own thoughts and ideas about ourselves and life as a result it there's almost an anxiety around some t- some types of change and it's just something to be aware of because if you are that type of person 
You need to um, know how to deal with the anxiety or depression or reactions that you may have in the midst of change and make sure that you're taking care of yourself through that as well. So one thing I've noticed the pandemic has, as we've gone through the last nine months, um, you know, during times of pressure, you really learn who people are and, and how they deal with things. But one thing I've seen on both sides, I've seen people who reacted harshly um, and had had a lack of patience. It was very angry. And then I've also seen um, a lot of examples of grace um, and understanding and patience. Um, and I think one thing that we can definitely do as we set up our ex- expectations is remember to show grace to those around us. During your full-time career, you kind of work in a service industry So I know you've probably kind of had some of those experiences as well. Yeah. Anywhere you go right now, uh, whether it's a grocery store, it's a restaurant, there always seems to be inpatient individuals who are just waiting in line. If if they're waiting for more than two minutes, they start saying stuff, kind of being mean to, to people. You know, I've actually, I've personally seen customers or, you know, individuals behind these people they actually speak up they they almost stand up for the retail industry and the service industry and you know with 2020 the way it was had that person who spoke up and said just calm down you know they're they're doing everything they can you know we're all dealing with this together at the same time would that person have said that in 2019 or was it something about 2020 that really g- gave them a different perception and a different view on things, everything around them. Again, like I talked about earlier, that's I think that's one of the good things that came out of 2020 is people actually are like stepping up and they're they're fighting for things they support. It's nice to see that people are stepping up in their communities and they're starting to fight for these little guys and these little, yeah. you know, or what we or what we deem little. That's one thing <laughs> I've I've always I've been a little bit entertained by a lot of times uh, people have these ideas of workers who are blue collar, really, it's just blue collar workers in general. But for whatever reason, we put this um, stigma or idea on certain professions. So whether it's, I, I don't know that healthcare workers would have fit into this, but certainly um, janitorial staff, grocery store workers, all of these people that we have 100% relied on through the pandemic. One of the best pieces of advice I ever got was one of my first bosses told me to always maintain good relationships with those in service, uh, because those were the ones that when when things went wrong and when you had an emergency, they were the ones that were going to bail you out. They were the ones that were going to be able to provide you what you needed to get back on track. I've always had a different perspective on professions that sometimes are looked down upon plumbers you know plumbers get a bad rap from time to time but plumbers firefighters police officers all these roles where sometimes they just really get a bad rap or or Mm -hmm. are made fun of or whatever the case is those are the ones that kind of rescued us during the last year you know grocery store stockers I don't think anybody could really give credit for the amount of supplies that Americans went through or uh, you know what else uh, another line of or profession that kind of falls into this ca- category is truck drivers. You know, I don't think anybody realized 
it's just been really interesting. And I think it's important for us to remember to show grace, not only to those around us, but even the ones who were maybe lashing out during this time, because most likely there's an underlying root cause to why they're lashing out. Yeah, absolutely. How much impact truck drivers the postal service, like think about Amazon and in the midst yeah. of all of this, you didn't get your packages in two days. Mm-hmm. Um, a funny point too. any, everyone else, you know, I, I had Christmas presents that I was told were going to be at my house before Christmas. I had left to go home to spend time with my family. And at that point they were not at my house. And like everyone else, I, I got frustrated. I got upset and they weren't there. I was like, well, Christmas got ruined because now I can't give these presents out. But then I got to a, I got to a point where I was like, you know what? These delivery drivers are working X amount of hours over what they're supposed to be and what they're used to be. And they're just trying to do their job. And there's just so yeah. much going on right now. People are losing jobs and, you know, I, people are being stretched thin right now. Just take a step back and realize that. I, I think yeah. that's something that people really need to realize. I may realize, I realized that myself firsthand. Right. And especially realizing that the reason that a lot of these people are stretched thin is because their coworkers are sick or yes. have family members that are sick. And when you really think about that and put yourself into their shoes and realize if it was my family, I would want them to have the option to be home. Everyone is in the same boat. Everyone has the same struggles. Some people's struggles are worse than ours. Remembering that and showing that grace to those around us. What about those changes to relationship? Everything is, I mean, obviously, everything was affected last year. And it was, whether it's friendships, relationships in, in your family, um, you know, there was just, and not seeing people, not seeing your friends as much as you'd like, um, not seeing your loved ones as much as you'd like. That, that most definitely made an impact on that relationship or that friendship. Many people handed it differently. Some people probably lost friends. Some people probably lost contact with, you know, loved ones or whoever. But on the other side, some people fought harder. You know, I mean, there's, there's, if you wanted to, people found a way to still stay connected to those. They made the most of it and they didn't, they didn't give in. They didn't let the pandemic take over and they found a way. Yeah. And I, I'm so grateful for technology through it because, you know, I have friends all over the United States and I have found through this, you know, some of my closest friendships, some of my best friends don't live in Georgia, which has been, it was really hard for me. And I've been using this app called Marco Polo since then. And it's just been a game changer for me and kind of focusing on my mental health and making sure that I'm okay and, and that I'm fighting the loneliness and, and things. I, I live in a, a household with six people. So you you would think that that loneliness is not possible, but when you realize, you know, you're used to seeing these friends from across the United States uh, on a regular basis, and then you're not able to do that. It does, you know, create this void um, so I've been able to kind of keep up with my friends, including you, via Marco Polo. And it's just mm-hmm. been really cool to be able to video message, not necessarily have to do it at the same time, but be able to check. I'm, I'm just very grateful for technology through it. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it, I definitely had been introduced to Marco Polo last year as well. And like you said, you don't have to schedule a time to sit down and, and FaceTime or Skype or what have you. You, you post a video and you, and it stays there until the other person watches it. It's, yeah. it's that visual piece. You know, it, it's, you know, you text a friend, they say, oh, I'm okay. It's not the same yeah. as seeing their face smiling and laughing and, and telling that, telling you that they are okay. 
that's when you right. really, really believe them, when you can actually see yeah. it in their face. And it's been really fun throughout the year. I've gotten gifts from very close friends on a regular basis, and I'm not a gift giver, mm -hmm. uh, but I have uh, one friend in another state who literally, she sends me gifts like every two weeks, <laughs> or not two weeks, that's a lot, every two <laughs> months just to let me know she's thinking about me. Uh, she's probably one of the sweetest friends I have. And getting those gifts, it reminds me to think about other people and, and to send things. I've gotten cards. Just getting getting it out there and just putting a smile on someone's face. That also extends like into our neighbors, like with resources and making sure our neighbors and our friends and our network is cared for, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I actually found myself sending out more Christmas cards than I ever have in any other year. As an adult, it, it's exactly that. You know, you, you get to a point where it's like, I need to stop being selfish and check on people and, and spread the positivity. You know, I even sent a, a Christmas card to my neighbor. I didn't do that when it first moved into the neighborhood, but I, I was right. giving cards to my neighbors. You know, we have to send awards out to people. You need to take a, a step back and, and put others first. Um, this is a good time to kind of self-reflect and think about ways that you can contribute and help to others. Um, so my strength is not and probably never will be um, sending anything through the mail. Well, I live in a very rural area and just the effort of going to a post office is unique. One thing I will say, as JC's, we have a new discount available. Um, you'll be getting an email through UPS, send packages at a discounted rate up to 40%. So it's not a small discount. It's a, it's a significant dis discount. Wow. So I set up my UPS account through, through the JC's. They will literally come to my house and pick up my packages for me. So now I might start sending mail. So you may Wow. More <laughs> that's incredible and especially yeah. you know especially with everyone's like year-end conventions coming up and things who knows when we'll be able to see each other again that's a great offer from ups i mean thank you for that this this is actually the first time i've actually mentioned that discount i, I just nice. uh working with our team to get that solidified <laughs> asking your neighbor if they need eggs or something before you go to the grocery store to the bigger picture and certainly uh if you know people who are struggling uh, with depression anxiety loneliness like making sure to reach out like literally call them stop by and step 10 feet back and just say hey i just wanted to see your face you know, whatever the case may be, really focusing on other people and making sure that they have what they need as well. That takes intentionality, which is something that we just aren't good at sometimes as human beings. When this all first started, I have my little group of friends here in Dubois. I actually, you know, they would deliver every Sunday. We would all take turns and we would put a little bag of food and, and toiletries and, and things like that together. And we would deliver them to each each of their houses. Every Sunday, I was getting like a little little gift hanging on my doorknob. Oh, it was just awesome. a cool way to say, we're here for you. We're thinking of you. We're all in this together. And it's just the yeah. littlest things. I mean, you can fill up a little grocery bag and just hang on someone's door. Yeah, we talked about anxiety and depression. One of the things that I think is important in setting expectations is understanding that we can't be in control all the time. And also, as a result of that, expecting to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? And don't be afraid to ask for help. Yes. You know, one thing that I kind of teach when I'm when I'm working with sports teams is is exactly that. What what can we control and what can we can not control? You know, what is out of our control? So right now, we know this pandemic is out of our control. There's nothing that you or me can do about it. The only thing we can control right. is how we react to it. 
for for those of us who live more on an island, just in general, who are very prideful, and, and I'm speaking to myself in a lot of this, I, I, it's hard for me to ask for help. I like to have an independence about me. I like to be able to do things on my own. Uh, and some of the, the hardest times have been the times where I realized I couldn't, I needed help. And remembering to drop that pride and reach out. But then you also have people by nature who need control and that gives them like a stability in life. I have friends who kind of live that way and it has been a really hard year for them. They have really had a lot of anxiety because, you know, what they could control has changed so drastically. And and remembering that there are resources available if that's you, if you're hurting and you're lonely, One of our partners that we're working with now with our mental health focus at JCIUSA is Mental Health America. Um, You can go to the Mental Health America website. They have little tests almost that you can take to determine if you really need to seek help to determine kind of where you are on a a scale in regards to your mental health. Um, And I, I found that very helpful within my own household this year at kind of identifying issues and, and what the real root of issues is. So if you're one of those people, make sure you're reaching out. Mental Health America is a really great resource if you think you may be struggling with anxiety and depression. There's an organization called Give an Hour who can sync people up with mental health professionals and they have resources also available on their site. So I'm hugely passionate about mental illness and mental health in general. Uh, So I, I just want to make sure that our listeners understand that there is help and there are resources available if you're struggling and please reach out like don't keep it locked in so long that it becomes a greater issue starts to impair possible recovery and we don't we don't want to see anyone struggle to that extent yeah i mean i you know we cannot express how just important it is just to know that that those people are out there that there are so many resources out there. There's, there's people that want to listen. I know within the JC's organization, we have a mental health committee. If you're in need of just someone to talk to or someone to listen, go on our Facebook page, check us out, um, reach out to any of us. You know, we're here to listen. It's just like Danielle said, like yeah. give an hour for someone that needs it. It just, it really, it goes a long way. There's no better time than now. The time is now. I yes. like so before, <laughs> before 2020, you know, when people had issues, I feel like they felt like people couldn't relate to them. But that excuse is yeah, out the window now. Picture. Everyone can relate. Right. We are all going through this together. You know, another thing I have struggled with during 2020 is being wrong. <laughs> and I know that sounds silly, Neil, <laughs> but for me, I'm on this constant mission to learn. And I love learning. I like to expose myself to different cultures and to different perspectives. You know, I grew up in Bible Belt South. Everyone in my circle kind of had the same perspective. This They grew up the same. And I think this year, a lot of us had to learn that we were wrong a lot more than we're used to <laughs> expected. 
a pandemic from the inappropriate terms of the virus to, you know, the impact of the virus saying that it was nothing more than the flu, which obviously that was completely wrong. So acknowledging, you know, when we when we're wrong, I think is good as we set our expectations, because we have to be able to to change our opinions in order to change our expectations. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself and to go along with that, too. I, I feel like we have to acknowledge that things are just not going back to the way they used to be. And they will forever yeah. be different. Because letting this affect me in this manner, people are going to struggle with that. And it's okay. It, it's, it's, it's that learning piece. It's, it's almost that motivation that needs to get you to a place, helps you get to the better, the best version of yourself. 2020 was, I almost look at it as like a stepping stone. Some people let them get, let themselves get so down and in a rut. You know, they said, this is enough. You know, you kind of felt I'm not dealing with this and I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to set out. Yeah. I'm going to do one good deed for someone every single day. And how to maybe make some adjustments and changes to better set yourself up for success. To get myself to where I should be. Not where I'm, where I am right now. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things that we can take out of 2020. Yeah, just always remembering to look forward and and keep moving forward in spite of circumstances. Well, Neil, thank you so much for taking time to join me um, and and talking about looking forward in 2021. I am really looking forward to 2021. I know that things are going to be different. I know that it's going to be a hard year. Every year is going to be a hard year, but I'm so excited. I think there's so much opportunity around us. Just on a personal note, I know that both Neil and myself are encouraging each of our listeners to take a a few minutes to reflect on your expectations for 2021. So please reach out if you need support in adjusting expectations. We are available on, at JCIUSA. You can reach out to us via our Facebook page. We have an Instagram page and then also via email at info at JCIUSA.org. So thank you so much yes, for jumping you, on, Daniel. Neil. Bye. Bye. JCI USA is a nonprofit organization that aims to provide development opportunities that empower young people to create positive change. If you are interested in standing up to make a positive change in yourself and your community, you can learn more about our organization and how to join or create your own chapter by visiting jciusa.org.